0: finishing well. God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish well. God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish strong. Amen. Father, thank you. We give you praise. We exalt your name. We have come to receive from you true blessing. True blessing. Yes. The true blessing that comes from you is teaching us, teaching us how, teaching us. It's one thing to give fish to somebody; it's another thing to teach them how to fish. Lord, we have come to be taught by you, not just to receive material things and to just receive things that would disappear, things that we will use up. We want to receive eternal truth. We want to receive. Enduring blessings from you. We want to be corrected. We want to be taught. We want to be trained. We want to be tutored. We want to be disciplined by you. And as your word says that every scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And is profitable mm, for reproof for rebuke. For instruction in righteousness. That a man of God may be perfected. Thoroughly furnished. Equipped unto all good work. May your Holy Spirit instruct. May your Holy Spirit inspire. May your Holy Spirit teach. May your Holy Spirit rebuke, reprove. Lord, may your Holy Spirit, O God, equip us today as we look into the perfect law of liberty in the name of Jesus. I receive inspiration from you, Lord. I receive grace from you, Lord. Help me, Lord, as I speak your word in Jesus' name. Amen. God's presence and discipline are necessary. To finish well Genesis 25 19 to 34 and exodus 32 one to ten let's not forget Hebrews 12 one to the end that we have read many times our scripture prayer prompters, they are the same as before and we just quickly go through them Philippians 1 six proverbs 623 and proverbs 12 one. Philippians 1.6 Being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it unto the day of Jesus Christ. Being confident of this very thing that God who has begun a good work in you will bring it to perfection, will complete it in the name of Jesus. May the good work that the Lord has begun in your life be perfected in the name of Jesus. I say again, may the good work, the good work, what is that good work? First of all, the good work is the work of salvation. Then the good work is any other work that the Lord has started in your life, whether it's a career, a relationship, whether it's, uh, you know, your education, whatever it is, a new job, um, that good work that the Lord has started in you, the Lord will advance it we complete it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your life will not be truncated in the name of Jesus. Then the second one Proverbs 6:23 for the commandment is a lamp and the law a light reproves and instruction are the way of life. If you want to know the way of life, reproves and instruction are the way of life hallelujah and unless you have reproofs and instruction in your heart from where the fountain of life issues out you will walk in the way of death the commandment is a lamp proverbs six twenty three. the commandment is a lamp you want lamp you want a lamp you want light to walk through the darkness of this world um, the word of god is your lamp the word of god is your light the word of God will instruct you, will reprove you, will rebuke you, and will set you on the way of life, not the way of death, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, Proverbs 12, 1, Proverbs 12, 1, Whoever loves instruction, loves knowledge, that he who hates correction is stupid. Wow, that is so direct. That is so direct. There is no joke about that. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge. But he who hates correction is stupid. We never outgrow correction. Did you hear that? We never outgrow correction. Oh, I am mature now. I am big now. I am grown now. I don't need any correction. I don't need any instruction. You are heading for destruction. We don't outgrow correction. And particularly in the things of the Lord, in our relationship with the Lord, we remain as children before him. We never outgrow correction. We never outgrow instruction. Um, NIV says in our Proverbs 12.1, Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. New Living Translation says, To learn you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. That's no Living Translation. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. May the Lord give us a heart that loves instruction. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May we not develop itching in years. May we not develop a hard heart. May our life, our heart, may our heart be be always soft. May our life, our heart be always humble to receive correction, to receive discipline, to receive instruction in the name of Jesus. Amen. The presence of God is a requirement of finishing well or finishing strong. The presence of God is a requirement to finish well. The manifest presence of God in our life is everything. It is our protection our provision, our consolation, our comfort, but really the greatest blessing of the presence of God is correction. The presence of God doesn't just give you protection, doesn't just give you provision, consolation, comfort, and all the good, 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 good things. The presence of God is also there to correct you, to discipline you. Mm. But if you reject the correction, you also reject the Blessing, And we also say that discipline is a requirement of finishing well. Just like the presence of God is a requirement of finishing well, discipline is a requirement of finishing well. And of, of course, the two go together. If you want to do well and finish well, you are going to need the presence of God in your life. If you want to do well and finish well, you're going to need the presence of God in your life. Now, I say that you cannot want His presence and not welcome His discipline. You cannot say, I want his presence, but you don't welcome his discipline. If you want his presence, you have to welcome his discipline also. Amen. What is discipline? What is discipline? Discipline is correction, is instruction and training. Discipline is correction, is instruction and training. It is also very important for us to understand that the presence of God can deal with, and is meant to deal with human sinfulness, But human stubbornness Is an insult Is an affront to divine Authority Very very important The presence of God Will deal with Is meant to deal with our sinfulness But human stubbornness Drives The presence of God away Because it's an affront It's an insurrection against God When God encounters Stubbornness He withdraws his presence when god encounters stubbornness he withdraws his presence and without divine presence we cannot enter his rest the worst thing that can happen to a human being is for god to stop talking to them when god says okay whatever you want to do do it and just keeps quiet and doesn't speak anymore it's like a father a mother Parents, stop talking to that stubborn child because he or she won't listen. Oh, whatever you want to do, go Go and do it. Have your way. We have that in the scriptures. There was that time when Israel wanted meat. And they were crying and weeping and wouldn't stop talking. And they stood against Moses. And the Lord said, okay, they want meat. Give them meat. Give them meat. Okay, they want meat. Give them meat every day. For the next 30 days, give them meat every day. The Lord gave them meat to the point of sickness. They became sick of it. They became sick of it. Sometimes uh, God's strategy to deal with our stubbornness is for God to say, have your field, have a field day. You know, take whatever it is you want. You know, Take it all. And in doing our will, then we come to the end of ourselves, we get sick of it. So the Lord just said to Moses, they want meat, give them meat, give them plenty of it. To the point that they became sick, they, actually the scripture said they became lean in their soul. It brought leanness to their soul. Oh, may the Lord have mercy on us, that he will not let us have our way in the name of Jesus. May our prayer be like the prayer of the word of God unto Jacob that says I will not let you go until I've done everything that I've said to you. Meaning I'm going to struggle with you. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to contend with you and I will bring you to submission so that I will fulfill that which I've promised you in the name of Jesus. May that be our prayer. May that be our heart desire that God will do whatever he needs to do to bring us to submission, to bring us uh, to obedience, to bring us to discipline so that we can inherit the promises of God in the name of Jesus. So the Lord will not give up on Jacob. Even after 20 years, the Lord will not give up on him. The Lord came to him and contended with him and brought him to submission. Amen. The Lord will not give up on Abraham and Sarah. That even after they did it their own way, followed their own plans, in the case of Egar, in the case of Ishmael, the Lord still came to Abraham and said, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Stay in my presence. Don't leave my presence. Walk before me. Stay in my presence. That's the only way you can be blameless. And the Lord now changed their names so that they will be able to fulfill his promise. They will be able to fulfill the purpose of God. The Lord changed their tongue. Changed their identity. Changed their name. Hallelujah. Oh, may the Lord do whatever he needs to do. To bring you to submission. To bring you to obedience. So that you can fulfill the purpose of God for your life in the name of Jesus.